This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome into the fun. I was thinking about how I was going to say this earlier today. <laughs> is it Sam and Scraby or Scraby and Sam? Because I, I think it would be, and this is not me putting my name first. I think Sam and Scraby would I flow agree. better. No, it's okay because S- How about Sammy and Scraby? Sammy and Scraby, that's fine Sammy with me Scraby. too. Sammy and Scraby. So I just broke a, I broke a, one of my golden broadcast rules because we're having so much fun, and I feel so loose here on the uh, talk show. <laughs> well, Rather than pre, you know, pregame, postgame is kind of buttoned up. It, it Although is. Post, it's post, very postgame can get can get yeah. a little bit looser. Uh, in the playoffs, we had some some calls. We had we had fans giving out numbers to other fans. I don't know if you heard any. I, I did not. Was, I think Maddie might have been here for that night. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It was a wild time. Okay. It was like twelve thirty at night. We're just rolling yeah, with phone yeah. calls. It was. It was wild. I. I never eat chocolate before I go on air. It makes my mouth feel kind of dirty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will. I mean, you know what I mean. I like get it's it. It, like like uh, mucky. Yeah. I guess so that's dirty. I just down this uh, this chocolate bar from the vending machine between uh, between segments here. And I feel all right. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm just making sure before we go any further, maybe we need to, to <laughs> have Sam, you know, brush his teeth yes. or something like that. Get some uh, scope. I have done that before. I have brought a toothbrush uh, I, I can't, to places. Uh, in fact, wait, I have, do I have it in here? I it always, wouldn't surprise me. Wait, if you know what I always it. carry around with me? I carry around my hair gel. And I have. <laughs> and I, and I, and he I have, pulled it out I have of a his, brush. He has a brush, And too. wait, you're going to love this one. I also have, or did it fall off the table earlier when I was packing up my bag? Oh, I have this, uh, would this be concealer? What? This makeup, is this, it's a concealer stick? Yeah, I think it's called a concealer stick. What do you use it for? Well, let's say, let's say, you know, I'll do some on-camera stuff. Let's yeah. say I have some sort of blemish, a pimple. This yeah, and as you can see, it's been it's been used. I mean, it, there's only a little right. bit left. What brand of concealer? Um, I think it might be Neutrogena. Oh, oh. okay. So, like Ulta or something. Did are you, you go a, to are Ulta? You into like, Ulta or Sephora? Yeah, I do. I do whatever it's at the, the CVS. Or at I need a good concealer recommendation. Yeah. I'm actually really well. This the, the label this. has kind of been. And it's been in my bag a while. I don't know what this is. I think it's Neutrogena. All right. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. okay. You know, I, 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 I'm going to try it. I'm going to I'm teetering on whether or not I tell this story, but I'm going to tell it because I uh, most... I'm sorry for bringing this no, segment no, totally no, no. off the rails. No, no. I mean, this is this is this the is... direction the show should be going. <laughs> the, the off the rails is my middle name. I mean, come on. But years ago, I did some video work for San Diego State University and I interviewed a couple of the 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 players after their press conference and yeah. I think most people who have listened to the show for any length of time know that I'm a very self-conscious person, especially in pictures or video. Okay. And As am I. Uh, I think everybody is, but I, I, I take it too far. And I sometimes have very dark circles under my eyes, and I absolutely hate it because it makes me look like a zombie. Somebody called me, uh, my nickname was Dead Eyes for a little bit okay. because in college, I whatever. So I secretly went to the uh, grocery store. And I looked for something to help me with the the bags under my eyes or the dark eyes, dark right. circles under my eyes. And so I got this little thing that was supposed to put some like makeup on yes. my face. But I looked like such an idiot because I didn't know how to put it on. You could definitely tell that there was something on my face concealing something. Yeah, you don't want that. So right before I went on video, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I got to wash this off. I can't go on camera. Do you know what I recently purchased? You know one of those ice rollers? (laughs) And you you roll it across your face. It's supposed to reduce the puffiness. Number one, it feels great. And I don't know if it actually does anything, but I put it in the freezer and then I, yeah. Every day, uh, every day. Maybe I need to do that. This, I'm, I'm, I'm. This is my. This is my baseball off season of of beauty. Of be- yeah, <laughs> Your skin to drop is a few glowing. pounds. Drop a few pounds. Get the skin right. Your skin is glowing. Yeah. I, will, I will say. I'm Thank jealous. you. It's the ice yeah. roller. Uh, it's the ice roller. I'm going to get an ice roller then, and I'm going to stop buying these really expensive things that don't work and make me look like an idiot when I'm about to do an interview with a football player. <laughs> so. Uh, this is what we're going to get for the next couple hours. I'm I'm loving it. I hope you're loving it out there. If you want to join us, 833-288-0973. Let's go to the phones real quick. Let's go to John in Sarah Mesa. John's been patiently waiting on hold. John, you are on Sammy and Scraby for Gwen and Chris. What's up? John. Hey, what do you think of the pods trying to get uh, Rizzo? Because if they, I'm thinking if they get Rizzo and then they can package Profar in the process, they can get another arm and then get Rizzo to plug a hole at first if Tatis doesn't want to play first and put him in the, in Tatis in left field. Uh, John, that is not the first time I have heard of this, and I think that um, personally I think he's probably going to cost too much money, um, but it would be a nice reunion to have him back here in San Diego, and it would solve the first base problem. But I, I just don't think that the Padres are looking there for their first base. Well, he was slated to make $16 million with the Yankees yes. in 23 before he opted out. I don't – I think he'd be a really good fit. I don't know if the Padres will be that team to offer him a multi-year yeah, I don't deal so with an AAV of over $16 million. I think from a baseball standpoint, he'd be a great fit. I also think, and I would not be surprised if Jose Abreu is somebody the Padres are talking about as well. Go look, you know, I I feel like Abreu gets this reputation. He's a little bit older. I want to say Abreu is You know, we, we talked about this. I actually put him in my lineup yesterday uh, of the way too he's, early lineups. He's, he's 35. Yeah, okay? and he played over 120 go, games at first base. And number one, the durability. Number two, go look at his numbers. 
They're he, really he, good. He was really good last year. I think on a short two-year deal, whatever the money is, I think that's another great fit for a team that could use some power at that position, could use an everyday first baseman, depending on how the rest of this roster is configured. Look, I, I think, to, to John's original point, I think Rizzo would be a great baseball fit. I don't know that the contract he's going to get, the Padres are going to be the team to give him that based on, you know, all the aspects, some of, you know, we, which we've talked about yeah. already. But from the baseball standpoint, production, leadership, I really like Rizzo and I really like Abreu. I think Abreu could be a fit. I, I like Abreu a little bit more. Maybe I'm shying away from Rizzo just because he's already been in San Diego. He's been there, done yeah. that. Maybe, I mean, I, I don't think that he would have a problem playing for the team because they're so good, but I really do think that Jose Abreu is a guy that they can work with. His here's, age and, and, and what he can do. Here's Abreu's numbers, not including 2020. Okay, The last three full seasons. This season, played in 157 games, 304 batting average, 824 OPS. Home runs were down a little bit, 15 home runs, 75 RBIs. 2021, 261, 30 home runs, 117 RBIs, 831 OPS. 2019, 284 batting average, 33 home runs, career high 123 RBIs, and had an 834 OPS. It's a good player. That's the best first baseman statistically that the Padres would have in a very long time. I think on a, maybe... on, a, on a short deal, yeah. a, like a two-year deal, I think that would make a lot of sense. I would. I, I don't disagree with you. And I know that A.J. Preller is going through every avenue of uh, every single side avenue in that avenue that make any sense because aj preller does not leave any stone unturned but anthony rizzo not the first time i have heard his name linked to the padres at all good player yeah so thank you for the phone call john if you want to give us a call 833-288-0973 we have just a couple things to talk about here in the daily gambit so let's get into it do you like money i think about money a lot do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. Okay, take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris, The Daily Gambit. We made some bets last night, and before we get into it, make sure I want to say that everyone should gamble responsibly out there. Do not bet money you do not have. Sam. I will not. Oh, I thought you were uh, raising your hand like you had something to say. <laughs> no. That's how Chris does it. He raises oh, no. his hand. I, I was playing with the, oh. the microphone there. <laughs> okay. Now, let's get into some of the bets that we made last night real quick. None of them hit, okay. so we don't need to really talk about them. Uh, the first bet I made was uh, my first leg was Cordero Patterson with a touchdown, and any time touchdown, meaning he can just score a touchdown in the game. He did not have a touchdown, so that parlay failed. The next parlay was Carolina Panthers plus three on the spread. They did do that because they won the game, but and the under was 44.5 on the game, and that did happen as well. But Terrence Marshall Jr., anytime touchdown, did not happen. So that parlay, dead in the water. Now, the final one was an NBA parlay. It would, was uh, Sixers and Hawks under 225, 222.5 points, Trailblazers money line, and the Mavericks 
three and a half points on the spread. The Mavericks lost the game by more than three and a half, so the parlay is dead there. So that's what we did yesterday. Not a very good day for no. betting on us yesterday, but uh, we move on. As everybody knows, betting is very difficult, and we are not very good at it here on the show. Uh, what are the biggest games this weekend? The ones that are going to make you money. If you want to beat the books, then you have to cash the ticket. Cash a Ticket is the podcast to help you bet smarter on both pro and college games. Hosts Mike Valenti and Jim Costa set stage for the weekend of football with some tips and tricks to help you bet confidently with a healthy dose of uh, making fun of each other as well. This is the perfect podcast for football fans with new episodes every Thursday and Friday. Follow Cash a Ticket on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now to some of the bets over the weekend, Sam. Uh, there is uh, The college football scene is not very... That I guess all the good teams are playing bad teams. So there's not really any big, highly touted matchups. But the Aztecs are going to be at home against San Diego State, or San Diego State, San Jose State tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. at Snapdragon. That game is going to be on Fox Sports 1. San Jose State, favorite in this game by two and a half points, which mm. is awfully surprising to me, honestly. I mean, the, the, the Aztecs are at home. We always say that they get three points if you're at home. So I guess in in reality, this should be uh, the Aztecs by like half a point or something like that, but it's not. So I think that they're going to beat Sandy. Why do I keep doing that? I think that they're going to beat San Jose State, but uh, I would definitely take the points here plus two and a half just Mm. because I think that they're going to win outright. You can also bet on the money line plus 120 for the Aztecs and BetQL says that's a four point bet. And from what I understand, you're going to the game tomorrow night. Is that yeah, correct? I'll be there. I'm going to be at the uh, the hoops game tonight. You're just BYU. Uh, yeah. Man, talk, see, he is. I'll be the there. Mayor, I'm, I'm back. I'm back in the swing of things. He that, is had the, my he's had back my trip in the home. Swing of things. Uh, speaking of the basketball game tonight, BYU, as you said, is uh, taking on San Diego, San Diego State at Viejas Arena, and San Diego State 11 point favorites in this game. We know last year. San Diego State lost to BYU early in the season, and uh, there was a whole bunch of problems with uh, the referees not being able to count the score correctly. Don't get Chris started on that Really? One. Yeah, the scoreboard I was missed wrong. that. They couldn't figure it out, and then everybody figured it out a little bit later. You know, I, I will say that that happens. I've seen that, at, like, during Loyola's Chicago season last year when I was doing all those games. Happen all the time where the stat monitor would say one thing, the score bug on the monitor would say one thing, the scoreboard up top would say one thing. See, that's very confusing. It happens. Yeah. It's very confusing. But it is. I I, I ran. It a, happens in baseball with the count. It in the does minor all leagues. The time. Are you kidding me? It was. Yeah, that is all that the time. is hard. Yeah. Uh, but San Diego State should beat BYU tonight, no problem. Uh, I say that eleven's a that's a eleven's a lot, lot of points. But I'm not saying that I would take this bet. But I, I think that I would be now. BetQL saying saying to take BYU just probably because they're 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 getting eleven points. But I have to think that San Diego State's team this year is just too good, and I would take the eleven point bet on their side. So hopefully they win by twelve. Is all I'm trying to say here. Hmm. Some of the NFL games before we head to break would be the Giants and the Texans. BetQL saying this is a four star bet to take the Giants. Uh, four and a half point favorites in that game over the Texans. Texans are not very good. Their season, yeah, I'm over. I'm surprised that's only four and a half. I'm not because the Texans are at home and the Giants are coming off of a bye. Uh, yeah, and I just don't know what the Giants are going to do week to week. I, I know that they're they're good and they have a great record and they have a great coach and their team's playing well. Saquon's back, but I, I don't know. Um, 
I guess you could say that they could go five and a half or six and a half, but I think on the road that's why they did it that way. Uh, Vikings and Bills is another four-star bet from BetQL to take the total score over 43 and a half. Now, take that with a grain of salt because we do not know whether or not Josh Allen is going to be playing quarterback for the Bills over the weekend. He has that UCL issue that yesterday they said was a little bit day-to-day. Now, we hear about the UCL issues all the time time (laughs) in baseball. And anytime you say UCL in baseball, it's it's almost the kiss of death for, for someone. And in football, it's a little bit different because they're not throwing like the pitchers are. But I saw this throw by Josh Allen live during the game, and I saw him immediately grab the inside of his arm and throw it into the ground. The last throw of that game, uh, I think it was to Diggs, and it was is with Gardner covering whoever it was. Yeah, was I mean that was also right after it, so who knows? Adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, true. But I, I feel like if they're being this secretive all week yeah. long he it doesn't sound like he's gonna play it does not sound like he's gonna play but stranger things have happened i wonder um, is that is that a i mean is that an injury that's gonna linger here throughout the season for him could. i mean ha- you don't you don't just like you know this year I mean, we know with baseball a ucl injury is not now it's totally different different throwing motion different everything but we know with baseball the ucl is not like you know, you sit out a week and you're back. Even if you don't get Tommy John and you have a, a strain, I mean, that's a that's a serious it problem. It totally is. Yeah. It, it totally is a serious problem. And I think, I, I, I'm I guessing that he is, they haven't uh, found that he could damage it anymore if they haven't already ruled him out. But I would think that with the rest of the season on the line, having the best Bills team that they've built in a long time, that they may just sit him out be cautious, a few weeks I agree. and just be cautious with it. But Josh Allen, we don't know about that. So Who's their backup? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I yeah. like Case Keenum. He's won some big games. <laughs> he has won some Did big games. Did you see games. that video on Twitter where he was he bumped into yes, one of the... Yes, Bill's, uh, uh, Bill's training camp? Yeah. Are you talking about where he dressed up as a fan? No. Oh. This was from today or yesterday oh, where no. he was doing drills and he kind of ran into one of the... What do they call the big, tall foam things that the quarterbacks will... Foam? F- foam? F- what? They're like... It's Fo- like foam fingers. No, not foam fingers. They're like, they're, they're big and tall. I, I'll have to show defenders? you defenders. Yeah, like, like fake foam defenders. Defenders, and they're okay. like kind of like yes, I they're kind of like shuffling about. in and yes, out. Yeah. Yes, yes. What do they call those? Foam defenders. I don't really know to be <laughs> honest, but um, yeah, foam defenders. We'll go with that. All Why right. not? Why not? All right, that's it for the daily gambit. When we get back. Maddie, I didn't get back to you on text. Just delete those two beds because we're going to traffic. There we go. And we will be back with great communication. Uh, yes, this Sammy, Scraby, and Maddie filling in for Gwen and Chris here on 97.3 The Fan. Here is your traffic report. Back in here in the Odyssey Palace, Matt Scraby, Sam Levitt, Maddie DeLeo. Who came up with that, the Odyssey Palace? I believe it was Chris because we used to call it the Intercom Empire. And then we changed our <laughs> name and it just sounded perfect to have the odyssey palace but uh, we are all here for all of you on a friday if you want to join us 833-288-0973 we are going to be doing our countdown here in about 15 minutes i have decided on the topic what is it top five pixar movies pixar top five pixar movies Hmm. i can't wait i'm a big pixar guy so Pixar. We'll talk I have about to look those. up what's a Pixar movie and what's not. That's fine. You can see this is a topic that you can Google best Pixar movies and then just go through and find them, and it's perfect. So we will be doing that in 15 minutes. But 
Let's uh, quickly, since we don't have that much time in this segment, let's talk. Sam and I are both Twitter users. I I have a love-hate relationship with Twitter. I sometimes love it, and I sometimes hate it because uh, of DMs I get telling me how terrible I am. So uh, there is a lot going on with Twitter right now after Elon Musk bought them for $44 billion, and it seems like things are falling apart a little bit. And so he instituted this 799 uh, verification badge that basically tells everyone you are who you say you are because you spent $8 on the badge. But what he didn't think about was that people were going to pay the $8 and then they were going to mimic accounts out there that were actually real and post a bunch of crazy stuff. And so you can't really tell, you couldn't at the time tell who was real and who wasn't. So now, if you go to a, 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 a Twitter account and they have a blue check mark, you need to click on the blue check mark right. because it will tell you if they've purchased their blue check mark. So yesterday, when John Morosi had all that news come out about the Padres and Robert Suarez, I thought it was fake. You had so to double check. I spent about two minutes checking to make sure. Bottom line is, yeah, it seems like seems Twitter like a, is a lot of people are bit. not happy. It's not even about me being not happy. It's just like I don't think that he knows Elon Musk knows well, what he got you know, himself the, into. The thing about these social media sites is I think it's very easy to say, oh, well, it's it's just Twitter. I mean, it's just social media. But these things are actually really important. It's how we all get our information. Uh, yeah. And, and, and right? We, I mean, and in Twitter, 2022, yeah. I mean, it's like the main source of news and information. Absolutely. And I, I think that one of the things that I, I, I thought Twitter was good at was only verifying people that needed to be verified because... Now, are I've you are for, you verified? No, but I've applied Neither for, am I. I've applied for verification every month since... Really? Yeah. Just, I did it a few times and I never... See, the reason I did it every month is because once you were verified on the old system, you were able to unlock other things and you were able to maybe contact people that aren't actually allowing you to contact them on Twitter. And I don't know if that's the case anymore. But this whole thing with verification has just turned – they suspended verification earlier today. Yeah, I saw that. Because they can't figure it out. So I don't know what's going to happen but with let me, Twitter. Let me tell you something to all you Twitter users out there that you are – tweeters. Are all you tweeters out there that are going – looking for different platforms. There's none. Don't come to TikTok, <laughs> all right? That's where you live. Yeah. That's where you live. We've been there. Drop everyone to your uh, TikTok handle. <laughs> is it – Sammy Levitt. Sammy Levitt. Yes. All right. TikTok, I don't think, is 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 what we're looking for if you're looking for a new place after Twitter. It, they're very different. Totally I just different saw things. John Heyman tweeted, I hate Twitter now. I'm going over to Truth Social, mm. which is kind of hilarious. But I, I do see those tweets as well. Like, well, I, hate- I saw, and I, 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 I didn't really focus on this yesterday or today all that much, but I saw, like, even there were some companies that had things tweeted out and, like, their stocks plummeted. Well... I know that the first tweet that really got people's attention was a Nintendo tweet that wasn't Nintendo's account, but it was Mario yeah. um, given the bird. And mm. and so people were like, wow, look at Nintendo. They're saying this about Twitter. And then they looked at the handle and right. it was like Nintendo well, or something like that. The stocks start plummeting off fake tweets that's and that's serious stuff yes it is serious stuff and talking about stocks and all that stuff i mean tom brady may have lost 600 million dollars in this ftx collapse Mm. and steph curry may have lost a bunch of money as well i know a couple of my friends had a bunch of money in ftx and 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 it's uh it's not good there are certain things that are happening right now in the digital world that are 
Kind of crazy, I gotta say. Yeah. I gotta say, it's not every day a social media platform gets bought by a billionaire. Well, that's look. This is why you just listen to the radio. Exactly. Keep it locked into the radio. We will parse out all of the ninety-seven-three Odyssey app. Ninety-seven point two to six p.m. on the radio FM. Two to six p.m. and basically six a.m. to six p.m. Move the fence in once in right. Okay. Because if you um like if you watch the wild card series, there's that little area in front of the seats where there are fans. There was a quote unquote yes. fan experience there mm-hmm. that's kind of on like the outfield field level. Yeah. Um it'll help somewhat because you're gonna have balls that wouldn't have been home runs this past year is home runs. I don't know how much. Eight I probably should lot. have looked at this question because I'm sure somebody on Twitter or something has actually looked at the home runs that would have been, been yes, home runs yes. from this did, past year. I did briefly search that. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, help but, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to help. I mean, hey, good for Juan Soto feet, and uh, yeah. the Padres lefty hitters when they go there. Eight feet six inches is actually a lot. kind of a lot. Oh yeah, uh, and the huge. Petco's moved his fences in many times, or not yeah. many times, but a couple times at least. Okay, we move on to number two. Number two. Things have been never been worse for Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. When things go bad, things get said, and former teammates often have a lot to say when things aren't good for someone. This time it was former Packers wide receiver Greg Jennings, and he said on FS1's The Carton Show, he thinks the Packers may bench Aaron Rodgers and go with the quarterback they drafted in the first round a few years ago, Jordan Love. So, Sam, when is it time for the Packers to move on from Aaron Rodgers? Well... If they continue to play the way they have. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. And they are out of contention by the final few weeks. I think it would be very wise of the Green Bay Packers to see what they have in Jordan Love. Somebody they drafted now a while ago who hasn't really played all that much. You got to see what you have because we talked about it. You never know with Aaron Rodgers what he's going to do year to year. I know he signed the contract, but who knows? And especially after a year where they lose and they're not good and he doesn't play well, 
you, I, I think you have to get some intel and information on what you have in Jordan Love now. Does that sour things with Aaron Rodgers to the point where he says, I'm not playing next year? I don't know. Honestly, who cares at this point? Yeah, I mean, they're not very good right now Right now with them. I know, and the, the there was a game, I believe it was last year, that Jordan Love played because Aaron Rodgers couldn't, and he was not very good. So I, I agree with you. If you're the Packers, I don't think they're going to move on from Aaron Rodgers anytime soon, but maybe at the end of the season when they're eliminated, they need to see at some point what they have in Jordan Love. They spent a lot of draft capital on him picking when, him in the first when round. When was he drafted at this point? I mean, this seems like forever ago. I think it was 2020 2020 yes i think it was the 2020 draft well 2020 does seem like forever ago it does seem like forever ago <laughs> a lot went on from 2020 to now but a lot a lot of experts thought the packers are going to select a wide receiver in the first round but they yeah 2020 wow and they ended up selecting a quarterback which probably did not sit well with aaron Rodgers. number one all right, this one's a little weird, but um, getting in your opponent's head is a pretty common strategy in basketball. I, I can't remember who it was, but someone was like blowing into LeBron James's ear. It was uh, Lance Stevenson. The, uh, thank you. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this player, though, got creative with uh, his common strategy to get in the opponent's head. Rookie Jeremy Sochin, who recently managed to irritate Memphis Grizzlies center Steven Adams. If there's one guy I don't want to uh, anger and upset in the NBA, it's probably Steven Adams. He's the guy who looks like Jason Momoa a little bit. But here he is. Quote, in the last play of the game, he was messing around. He's talking about the Spurs rookie. He said he was pinching me and stuff. I was like, get out of here, dude. He pinched my nipple. I was like, get out of here, you dirty bleep. Trying to break my concentration. Mm. Now, this really did upset uh, Stephen Adams. And I don't. Uh, now, well, I, I want to see. Did he talk about this like in a post-game press yes, conference? Yes. And I kind of want to see the video because he. I looked for did the he video. Say it, did he say it like it was funny or he was mad? Uh, he was kind of, I didn't see, I, I've actually haven't seen him hmm. in there, but from what I'm reading from the coaching staff and, and what was said after the game, it seems like it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty like frustrating thing for him, obviously. Now there are people like myself who think that he should be suspended at least a game for this. Oh, stop. Come on, stop pinching people. We're in the NBA and we're pinching people. And not only are we pinching people, you're pinching some. You're going to get suspended for a pinch? You're pinching Steven Adams' nipple. Like, come on. That is strange. Yes. That is very strange. I don't know if it, I mean, I guess you could get suspended. Uh, he, they're not going to suspend him. No, I don't him. think so. But as a 19-year-old rookie, I think there are better ways to to, to play Well, I just think the there league. can be so much more uh, creative trash talk. Uh, I, yes. Th- there, there are so many better ways and, uh, I guess, classier ways to, to really engage in some terrific trash talk. Uh, yeah, he actually, one of his teammates said he's taking on, about the rookie, he's taking on any challenge he can find. It doesn't matter who it is. Might be his matchup. It might be somebody that is across the court. He's just out there looking for a challenge, looking for trouble. Mm. I like it. He's got that fighting spirit. I don't call pitching Steven Adams's nipple like fighting spirit. No. I feel that being very, very strange yes. and very childish. 
but they're not going to suspend. Uh, so. That's it for the Big Five. Good job, Sam. We are going to head to the final hour of the show. You're going to hear uh, from AJ Preller. He joined the show on Wednesday. We're going to hear him at 5:40. We uh, Chris and I talked about all the different updates for Padres land out there. And when we get back, we're also going to talk about Manny Machado and how frustrating it is that he did not win any awards for this season outside of one. And we'll tell you which one he still has on the board when we get back. 97.3 The Fan. You know, Ted Danson, cheers. Hello. Oh! oh okay. See, you're Got talking it. to uh, a little bit younger, but I'm glad that you called Dexter because Sam now Malone. it all makes sense. Oh, Sam Malone's the name. Okay, I yes, got Sam it. Malone I know exactly who this is. Okay, got yes, it. Got yes, yes. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he, was, he was famous for being a little, let's just say, a little too aware of himself. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, you know what, Dexter? I consider myself. I'm very aware of myself. I, here, I, I mean, I, I have. Okay, here's an admission. Before I record those uh, post game interviews uh, with the Padre players, I'll, I'll go in the bathroom on the press level there. You know, use a little hair gel. See, I don't make find sure a everything's right. No, I mean you gotta, you gotta look good. You do, especially, especially. Thank you, Dexter, for the phone call. Thank you, Dexter. Great, I love that. Yes, I will uh, happily, I will happily be the uh, bartender from Cheers. Yeah, the bartender from Cheers is great. Uh, I've never really watched Cheers, but I have been to the cheer, the actual Cheers bar before, and that was pretty cool. But uh, what were we talking about before I talked about Cheers there for a second? It was talking about you and uh, your concealer. Oh, oh, getting ready before uh, doing your video it i don't have any problem with well that. everybody does that for yes and, and for a full all, all the guys who work on tv forth, yeah everybody does yeah and, and so i don't blame you for that but now am i right. am i on tv not really no but you will be going and putting your face out there for a lot of people exactly to see. so you got millions look good. you're right you gotta yeah. look good. look good feel good sound good that's what i say <laughs> <laughs> Look good, feel good, sound good. That's what Sandy That's right. says. All right, we have our countdown on the other side of traffic. So let's go to our traffic report first. It's now time for Gwen and Chris to rank their top five of the day. Gonna grip and rip as usual. This isn't just a regular top five list. I love it. It sounds sadistic, but I love it. This is The Countdown. And it starts right now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. We did, what did we do? We've done a couple things recently. I think last week we did our top five Powerball purchases if we won. Okay. And mine were all all very um, uh, daredevilish, like flying to the moon and... Things like that. So uh, that's what we did last week. But this is what we do every week. And today is going to be a non-sports related one. And that is going to be our top five Pixar movies. I felt like this would be a good one because I am the oldest in the room. I'm the the eldest of, uh, I will say, my age. I'm 37. I'm not going to say your guys' age unless you want to. But I am the oldest in the room. And we have three different ages. So I think this is going to be good. Uh, and let's just get started. So if Maddie, you could hit number five, please. It would be on the hot <laughs> keys on the right page. Maybe it says number five. I will go and say number five. And I'm going to start my number five. It's a lesser known Pixar movie, but I watched it with my nieces and I fell in love with it. The good dinosaur. It's really cute. It, it's 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 about a dinosaur 
who finds a a little cave baby and they are friends and they have a journey together and they take care of each other and there's some sad parts and there's some happy parts but my number five is the good dinosaur if you haven't seen it you need to see it it's a very very mm. very good movie it's the right. lowest grossing pixar movie i believe of all time which i think is a tragedy for this movie i i I don't. I don't even know it. It's okay. This is not your list. Oh, this, this is not. This yeah. is not my forte, to be honest. Pixar movies? Well, just like movies in general. But I think I. <laughs> I have enough here. I think I've seen five. Okay. On this What's list your number I'm five? Uh, this one came out. I rem- I think I watched it the fall, the winter of 2020. Soul, the new one. Oh yes. It was yes. really nice. It was yeah. such a nice movie. Great message. I'll go with soul. Isn't there lots of song and dance in it as well? Yeah, it was yeah. it was really really good. It was a really nice uh, really nice movie. So I'll I'll put soul as uh, number five on the. This okay. is this is five, right? Yes. Okay. That I'll is put a, soul as five on the list. That's that the most recent one I've seen. One. Yes, a solid one because I know a lot of people love. That a lot of one people talked there. about that. Yeah. All right, Maddie, what's your number five? I'm a little bit behind on Pixar movies, I just realized. So the most recent one that I watched that I think I'm going to put as my number five is Coco. Coco, okay. Coco is visually stunning. And I one thing I regret is watching it during the day because I was told if you watch that movie in the dark, it's just like an amazing experience. Huh. The colors... So they did an amazing job on the animation in that movie, I will say. And it was a really good story. And it made me appreciate, like, I'm not Hispanic, but it made me appreciate being in San Diego and having so many Hispanic friends and being around that culture, if that makes sense. No, it does. It it totally does. I've heard the same thing. So I've actually never seen Coco, but I I do have to watch it. And I haven't seen Soul either. Mine are all, like, old Pixar movies. But anyway, good one. Good one, guys. Let's go to... Number four, I may have to say it unless it comes up. I don't kn- Your hotkey page is so intimidating. Okay, I think I found it. Does it say GC Do it. Just New go for it. Just hit it. Just hit it. Number four. Yeah! Yeah! All right. My number four is a movie that came out in 2004, and it's called The Incredibles. I love The Incredibles. Mm, never the seen it. hilarious. Oh, you need to see this movie. It's all hilarious. Samuel Jackson's hilarious. The family's hilarious. Uh, and it's very entertaining. And they just try to stop the uh, the evil person from taking over the world, and I love it because they're like all it. superheroes. And so that's why they're called the Incredibles. Sam, what's your number four? Well, I'm gonna fit the three Toy Story movies in here because oh, wow. okay. they're amongst the only ones I've watched. Um, I don't really remember what Toy Story two what happened in it. I know I watched it. Some sad things happened in Toy Story two, three, and four. Well, it's very three. I, I feel like I feel like three. I have to look. Actually, as we're talking, I I feel like three, three was the one after the long hiatus. Yes. Okay. That was a real, like I was in tears towards the end. You were in tears. Yes. Yes. It was, I was, it was very emotional. So, um, (laughs) I'll put Toy Story two at four. You're right. This was emotional. Toy Story. Oh, you're putting Toy Story two at four, but Toy Story three was the one you were talking about. It might come up later. I think that's going to come later because Toy Story three is very emotional. Uh, all right, Maddie, what's your number four? It was really hard to put these in a specific order, but I'm going to have to say for number four, Wally. Wally. Very, very good selection. I'm hesitant to not put it higher up on the list, but I am super passionate about trash production, about recycling. 
about taking care of the planet, and okay. I think the message in Wally, I love it so much. All right, I, I like, Maddie, I like you that put message a, you too. put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. No, Wally, have you ever seen Wally? No. So Wally is exactly what you're really? saying. It's, it's based uh, it's based in uh, the future, and Wally's like a robot who looks for trash and tries to clean up the earth oh. because the earth is trashed by all the humans. Oh. It's also a social commentary. Mm-hmm. It is heart wrenching. Really, it, 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 it's such it. a good movie. It's such a good movie. I have a fun fact about Wally. It. Wally stands for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class. Yes. Wow. Nice job, Maddie. That was awesome. Wally is a great movie, and uh, just a little hint, we'll probably see that a little bit later on my list. Okay. Now, next one. If you... Oh, yeah. <laughs> number... Number three. Number three. <laughs> All right, my number three, 2001 movie, Monsters, Inc. Hilarious. I love the ride at Disneyland. I love Billy Crystal and John Goodman. Uh, everything about that movie is funny, and when they get the, the kid and they're trying to trying to figure out how to protect the kid and all that stuff. Just just such a good movie. It's hilarious. But I cannot believe that it was made in 2001. Mm, 21 years ago that came out. I know. This stuff makes me feel old. Yeah, yeah. But that's my number three. Sam? I'll put the original Toy Story. Oh, the original. Three. The original, because, I again, I'm, I, I'd have to watch it now to really remember what happened. I feel like I love Toy Story 3, so we're going to save that for later. Toy Story okay. <laughs> for number three. All right, Maddie, you're number three. All right, since you took Monsters, Inc. No, you can still well, say you can, it. You can still say it. I wanna. I just want to be able to talk about like a wide range of Pixar movies. Okay, all right. I'm going to say, because it was hard not to put this on the list, but Up is oh, definitely yeah, that's up good. there on the list. Did I see that? Up is a 2009 movie. I have these all in front of me, by the way. That's, I'm not just <laughs> rattling off the years that they came out. But Up is a movie that is um, very depressing, it was a little sad. It, I, I couldn't believe how sad this movie was, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's about a it's about a guy or an older man who's a, a widower, and he ends up having this adventure in a house that's being carried by balloons, and right. it all comes around. See, and I think I've stuff. seen parts of these movies. Like um, I know I've seen parts of Coco, but not the but full thing. Not the full thing. But that's part a good. We were on TikTok. You couldn't pay attention. <laughs> this is true. TikTok. That's probably true. You know, our brains, if we're going to go in that direction for a second, our brains are not meant for all no, of the not. content that comes Yeah, but up I just watched a video during the commercial break of a dog. He, like, licks a piece of salmon and then licks a piece of steak, and then the guy walks away, and as a reward, if the dog doesn't do anything to the salmon or the steak, then he gets to pick it, and he says, you know, choose, and then he chooses which one. Which one eats, did he choose? He chose the steak. Oh, interesting. That's TikTok. <laughs> That's TikTok. That's TikTok. I mean, you're learning psychology from TikTok. Yeah, exactly. I guess so. I mean, was there Pavlov involved mm-hmm. in this whole thing with the Pavlov theory? You know what that is, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think that. I, I, I don't think that was this. I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm just trying to put my smarts in there. All right, Maddie. What number are we on? Two? Two. Number two. My number two is Wally. It is. Nice. Uh, the social commentary in this movie, I'm not maybe as passionate about recycling and taking care of the earth as Maddie is, but I definitely am someone who does recycle. I, I don't like to waste water, and I do like to uh, throw things in the trash can. I know that's hard for people, but it's not that hard when you're walking by a trash can. Uh, but it is. it's a movie that really makes you think about how we are in life and and what we need to do to keep our earth 
here for us for the long term. And I don't think we're listening to the movies. So I'm just going to move on. Sam? Number, number two. two. Um, hmm. I'll put Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo, yes. Finding Nemo. Nemo, Dory? Yes. Come on! Yes. Finding Nemo is a classic. I mean, Great movie! On. It is definitely 100% a classic. Yeah. Do just you rem- keep swimming. Just keep <laughs> swimming. And that, and because you guys have done all this uh, sentimental stuff yes. about this movie, I really have not given these explanations. I mean, what a great message. Just keep swimming. It's true. We can all learn learn from that. I'm not kidding. My therapist tells me all the time, whenever I'm down, she says, just keep swimming. So Dory. It's made its way into life. And then there was, wasn't there a Finding Dory? There uh, yes, there was. Dory. I haven't seen that one, so it's not on my list. But uh, let's. that's a good one. That's a really good one. I'm glad someone said Finding Nemo. All right, Maddie, what's your number two? Um, Let's say... I was going to say Finding Nemo, honestly. Yes, there is a sequel, Finding Dory, which I didn't love as much. Personally, I don't usually love the Pixar sequels as much as the original ones. I haven't seen one that's like really blown me away. But... The original Finding Nemo have to be up there in my top two. I I don't disagree with you. Yeah, it's a good a, one. It's a good choice. Like I said, it's a classic. I don't think anybody will ever forget Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo? Where is Brandon Nemo going? <laughs> <laughs> Who said someone made a joke like that recently? A uh, Oh, Scott Boris made a Finding well, his, Nemo joke. Brandon Nemo's Twitter is like, you found Nemo. Uh, okay. Well, yeah. at least he's, I mean, he, he I leans would, into it. Yeah, I would lean into it as well. All right. We're running out of time. Number one. Number one. My number one is the original Toy Story. It came out in 1994. I was nine years old. I remember seeing it in the theater, and it was fantastic. Buzz Lightyear, one of my favorite characters of all time. I'm really sad that they made the Lightyear movie, and it was a, a clunker. But with Woody... And with Buzz and Bo Peep and the dinosaur and Mr. Potato Head and all the adventures that they get into. And then Sid from next door. That Sid guy is a weirdo. <laughs> anyway, I love Toy Story. And that's my number one. My number one will be Toy Story 3. Now, this is a tearjerker. Yes. It's, it's like there's the scene. Do you remember this scene where, like, they're on the conveyor belt yes and like they're and then they're like you know like sinking into the absolutely no what, what is it about. a trash a thing trash compactor uh, or something? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's just heart-wrenching it is because i were, think i was crying yeah because andy they're they're the toys owner he goes to college and he doesn't need yes. them anymore and so they're kind of put and into, they end up in the child's uh, the young child care center yes and, and yeah. they had some weird characters and toy story 3 was dark and demented, oh, as was... well as a good story as well. All right, Maddie, number one for you. Uh, Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I've never Hands seen down, that Ratatouille. One. You have to watch it. It's got rats. It's got food. Wait, what? <laughs> That's all you need to you, know. I, wait, what? All right, and coming up on Sunday morning, 9 a.m., the Pixar Hour yes, with Maddie DeLeo. I can't, I can't tell if someone's making really fun of that. us out there, but uh, I enjoyed that segment. This has been quality content. This is... Of course. This is quality stuff right this here. This is what I It's the baseball offseason. It's the baseball <laughs> offseason. It's a Friday. We got two more hours to talk yes. about Robert Suarez and we Nick Martinez. Yeah, we got it's 97.3 The Fan. We get back. Call us right now. 833-288-0973. Sammy versus The Fans is coming up on 97.3 The Fan.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 